There's a place I have found in the shade on the ground. Welcome to the Permaculture Vine podcast episode four. And today I have Colin uh, Crawshaw, is it? Yeah, that's right. On the line, Colin, would you just like to introduce yourself, please? Right, as you said, um, I'm Colin Crawshaw. I live in Switzerland, but originally born in England, and I am extremely thankful for this chance to have a chat with you. Looking forward to it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, my wife and I, Claudia, we've uh, be, we've been living on our farm, Paradia Shidriesta, for, well, in two weeks' time, it'll be a year since we've uh, definitely known we're coming here. Yeah. Very good. I'm looking forward to hearing all about the farm. I'm not even going to try and pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's Paradieshi Driesta, right? And uh, my my wife, she comes from the place called Bündnerland in in Switzerland, and it's a game of words. It's paradise, and here in Wallis, where we live, in the in the slang that we have, Ishi means ours. So it's the game. It's our paradise, and Driesta is the name of the hill. And it's been named like that for at least 500 years that we know. And uh, Driesta means Fallen Land. So it's more or less been Fallen, well, that's the name of the land. And before we took it over, it's been Fallen for 40 years. Is Fallen the right word? Fallen? Unused, unused land that's been sleeping. In German, it's called Brachland. Is it Baron? Baron Lands, maybe? Uh, uh, or Farron or Fallow or something Fallow. Like that. Yeah, Fallow. Fallow, that's it. Fallow, yeah. that's it. Uh, um, so let's, t- so you have a permaculture farm, right? Let's just start where you, where you are now. You have a permaculture farm. Do you want to tell us your story about basically when you first heard of permaculture and then just tell us your journey t- towards getting a farm? Yeah, well, um, it was about four years ago. I was uh, looking into, well, what are solutions? And, uh, permaculture kept popping up and then uh three years ago just beginning of nearly three years ago now beginning of corona uh i was asked to join in a global t- switch the switch on global telethon which was a, a telethon all around the world um and uh with some kindy artists and there was a lot about permaculture there so i heard a lot more about that then and then um everything happening in corona and everything I had a lot of time to really dive in deep into it. And so I did. I went right down the rabbit hole and I probably watched everything. That's why it's so refreshing to have new people like yourself. So I've got new things to watch. What everything in YouTube about uh, there is to know. And then um, my wife, she was working. She was uh, the boss of 39 restaurants and had 500 employees. So we, we didn't see each other much. So we so we went to got to the point where I said, well, it's time for us to do something for ourselves, and do something to change the world because it was like, I mean, outside's gloomy, yeah, <laughs> it's really gloomy, and you need a reason to get up every day. So we thought that's it. So we went looking. We knew where we wanted to be in Switzerland. We went looking, and one day, cut the story short, we got lost on the on the on the hillside. And we came down the cliff, swearing at each other. It was awful. It, it was really one of those moments where you just know who. And then we found this. We found this place with a bedsheet hanging out, for sale. It wasn't in the internet. It wasn't anywhere. 
and there were 800 meters above sea level. We've got no access roads, but the hiking path goes right through us, right through our land, yeah? And with my wife coming from the restaurant business, we're now doing from field to table. We've got a bar. As, as of Easter, we're doing food. We've got, I'm sat in our guest house now because we've got 11 buildings. We've got 14 acres of land. And yeah, that was... Or maybe one more, one more story about getting to this farm. When I met Gladys, she was my boss. I was just working as a, a barman, just earning some money. So I thought, oh, she's nice. I'll, I'll sleep with my boss. Maybe I'll get a career. And then I end up <laughs> on the mountain. <laughs> all the way to the top. <laughs> all, all the way to the top, literally. Uh, very good. So you, you were so you're working as a barman in Switzerland. Uh, you met your partner. And then yeah. uh, during Corona, delving deep on the permaculture. So he's decided to end the to uh get the farm and uh something might me and my wife are going through at the minute is like sort of right how do we make our next step we're moving house and especially right we, we want to get on the land as well how was that process with your your, your partner of saying right well, this is what we want to do and uh because i know it causes sorry it causes how, how do you come to that arrangement like it's like how do you make sure you're both on the same page well from the beginning, we I mean, that's one of the things that brought us together. We had similar ideals, similar goals. Um, Claudia is also vegan. So that's a big topic because I just don't like olives, but the rest I'll eat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's one topic, especially with farming. But for us, it was both clear it's time for us to do something for ourselves. We've come together. We found a way. She was She was thinking about tiny house. I was thinking about farming. So, yeah, and then we just decided that's it. The harder part was telling our family about it because they all thought we were crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and But one thing we've really noticed, I, I've always been an entrepreneurial, Dell boy kind of, just take it as it comes. But she's with, with her being in the manager role, she's always been very structured. Structured. Yeah. So one of the biggest difficulties for her is coming into the chaos. And and what I've now found for myself is permaculture is also bringing structure into chaos. It's so we're helping each other find the way. She's bringing in a bit of structure. Sometimes she gets lost. Sometimes I get lost in the chaos. So she comes and picks me up with the structure. You know what? That, that kind of way around. Yeah. So that's, uh, but it was a decision that we made together. You've got to make it together. Yeah. Because you've always got each other to help you out and bail you out. So, yeah. yeah. Funny enough, that's the same with me. Uh, yeah. Our dynamic as well. My wife's very structured, not very chaotic. <laughs> it's just, uh, and it's, it's, it's sort of temper, but I'm getting better now at temper and, and focusing that energy, uh, yeah. which is sort of help with Vine and, 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 and sort of having to make deadlines and do all, get, get all the stuff done. Um, so I suppose then your backgrounds with your entrepreneurial, your wife's management background, that was a very uh, good skill set you had coming into farming. So it was like you you already had that background. A lot of a lot of people uh come from the idealistic side of yes, I want to go and grow myself, I want to go on the farm, but they don't have that. They have to learn all these skills. Yeah, so, that's it. Well, over the years, I mean, I've been entrepreneurial and doing this, that, and everything. 
I did a lot of gardening to survive because uh, you, you can always go and help a gardener. They always need help. So you can always earn some money on the side with gardening. I've worked for vegetable gardeners. And at the age of 16, I actually wanted to become a farmer, but I was told, ah, you don't, we don't farm anymore. We need electricians. So my apprenticeship back in the day was being an electrician. So, um, yeah, but what one thing I did, uh, I am doing as well, while I decided just coming with permaculture alone is it's kind of spaced out and esoteric sometimes. People think, that's what people think. So I also go to school now once a week and I'm doing the farmer school. So I'm actually getting my official farmer license here in Switzerland as well, together with the whole thing to bring uh, in a little bit. Of, that, yeah. That's, that's where I was going next. So uh, the permaculture, you're, are you self, you're self-taught just the, the yeah. university of YouTube just, yeah. uh, which is excellent amount of free resources out there. And it's great that you don't need, qualifications or courses you can just get up and do it learn it on youtube go out and apply it so do you want to take me back to the step then when you got the farm and you're looking at 14 acres and how how you decided right what they focus on even even if that's people care self-care right how, how do we do this without getting stressed out or or how do we just get get money coming in and uh cash flowing basically yeah, well, the first thing you I had to realize, and I think it's best for everybody to realize who's got a vision, you're never going to be finished. Right? <laughs> Whatever you do, you're never going to finish it because you're always going to have a new vision and it's always going to be, oh, I could do that next time. I could do this because if you're always learning, if you're constantly conscious of what you're doing, you're never finished. Yeah, you never because it could always you could always be better. I mean, that's like getting up every day. You could always be a bit nicer than yesterday. Yeah. So that's the first thing you got to learn. You're never going to be finished. And then one one thing you said in uh, in your webinar about starting the lunchtime learning time, you said about starting from zones and going expand. Or was that? I think that was in the video. But that's a very important lesson in in permaculture. Start from the base and go out gradually. Because I mean. 14 acres yeah i could go up on the hill and start up there but it's going to take me half an hour to get there every morning and then half an hour back every morning so i'm i don't do that i've been there i walk through it daily and have a look or not a daily but once a week i try to walk through but you come back to the basics because i'm also like yourself a lazy gardener i heard you say you're a lazy yeah. gardener. <laughs> oh you couldn't get as lazy as me but Things have to be done. You know what I mean? It's so. And then another important thing for me is um, it's got to feel good. Everybody says you got you. If you don't feel resistance, it's not worth doing. But if you don't feel resistance, you're having fun doing it. Yeah. Because there's, there's a shitload to do every single day and it doesn't stop and it's overwhelming. So sit back, think, watch. And what feels good, that's the right thing to do at that moment. Because you're only going to do something good anyway. Otherwise, you're not doing it. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I, and so you're playful, playful, never being finished, but start from the beginning. And what did you, did you, uh, what did you start with? I, um, yeah, there's, there's a few things. It was very dry. So I had to start with the water. We've got streams, so gradually I'm digging the water, bringing the water from the stream through the land, 
That's one basic thing, the water, because without water, there's no life. So that's one thing I do. And every time it's raining, I'm out there playing with dirt. It's mucking around and digging holes and slowing it down and swales and where does it run? And then there's a lot of cleaning up to do here because the, with it being fallow and no water, there's a lot of dead wood. So everywhere I'm climbing over trees. So that was one part, cutting it up. But I need that for heating and I need it for making. And then I've got my veg gardens. So the first thing I've done there is with all the dead wood, I've plant, I've just made hedges out of dead wood. And then um, we decided we needed trees. So we made a, we did a crowdfunding and we organized ourselves 174 trees, which are planted. And then we also realized we need to make money. <laughs> so we I started building a bar because we're on the hiking path, like I said. So every hiker that goes past can stop off and have a drink. Now, um, we we have to fly once a month with the helicopter to get our stuff here. So all, all our removal, all our furniture was in a box, in a wooden crate. And that wooden crate, I asked to be designed that way. I then turned one of the crates into the bar and one of the <laughs> crates into a chicken pen. Because the first, the first animals we got were chickens and, and cats to keep away the mice. So yeah, and from there, and then from there on, we're just step by step building up there. Yeah. So and I'm digging where I want my bar, I'm digging out, I dug out the dirt. So from that with that dirt, I made the terrace because the terrace, the bar needs somewhere to sit. So it's all just one after the other. Yes, yeah, so you're but, uh you, you mentioned the chickens there. I seen in your video that that <laughs> <laughs> Joe the chicken. Sorry, how do you mention it? <laughs> yeah, well, actually, that's good that you said that because probably uh the YouTube, our YouTube channel was the first thing we actually did, actually. Before as soon as it was clear we we're gonna be moving there, it was all handshake, and the first thing we did was start our first video from our permaculture channel, so we could document it. That's our doc, our way of documenting. And every week when we watch our video, or the one in English is every other week, every other every other Wednesday, there's an English video. But that's like our feedback. That's our reflection. What have we done? What and we can I can always look back a year and see what's evolved. And that also gives me a confirmation of it's not just hard work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's then all, our chicken. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. No, it's often oh, hard. It's, it's often hard to see the process when you when you just see yeah. the incremental. Sorry, uh, your chickens. Uh... Yeah, yeah. Jo Joe, our first, our first cock is um. Yeah, we we every morning the first one of the first things to do is to let him out, and he attacks me every morning. That's his first thing. That's his ritual in the morning. Attack Colin. Uh, <laughs> but the thing is, I've thought about butchering him because I mean, you don't want aggressive animals. But he's actually survived uh, a prey, a, a predator bird. He actually beat beat up the bird, <laughs> so he survived that. So and um, so we've decided to keep him because here in Switzerland we've got the bird flu at the moment, so all chickens are locked in. But as soon as the bird flu goes away, I'm going to have expand to 150 chickens and have them spread out all over the land. And so Joe will be going up to the top of the hill where I'm going to be checking once every three days 
and he can look after the chickens up there because if anybody can look after these chickens, it's Joe. <laughs> so, but yeah, I better take him away from the path because it's no good there. Um, so you're yeah. you're you're actually you're you're observing nature and you're making choices based on nature and that and that's his temperament and you're using it to your advantage, which yeah. is a good thing. Yeah. I mean that's permaculture. That's what I learned. I mean that's permaculture. Every everything you do should have at least three to ten usage, and you should be always thinking. I mean, you could everything can be shit. It's very easy to think everything's bad and everything's negative. But if you look at it positively, everything's got a reason. Yeah, it's all big picture thinking in the smallest micro scales. That's permaculture, isn't it? Great. Yeah, I love it. it uh, I'm an engineer by background. I like the systems approach to it. <laughs> it's yeah. like you have your chickens beside your garden and and creating these systems that benefit and and bringing out the best in nature. Yeah, for, for our for our benefit and for nature's benefit as well. Yeah. So the crowdfunding, do you want to talk about that just to anybody who's thinking of doing a crowdfunding for their own property about the process of that and how you went about it? Yeah, well, um, we've got this. I mean, there's some great crowdfunding platforms out there. So it's always best to choose the one that suits you best. And we chose We Make It here in Switzerland. Um, and our idea was, well, we need we need trees. But I mean, trees cost a lot of money <laughs> so what we're going to do about it but it's also planting trees is something that's anybody can do so what we thought is everybody who plants a tree has a right to have a third of that harvest of that tree if they want they can come up and it belongs to them they can have half of that half a third of that harvest and we'll look after it but they'll pay for it yeah yeah fair deal and plus, they're also knowing they've got a good conscience because they've planted another tree. Yeah. So we set our goal. We not too high. We said that we want a hundred trees. A hundred trees is a good place to start. And we worked out how much we're going to need roughly. So we thought we we roughly thought we need five thousand Swiss francs. So we put out our video. We asked for five thousand francs, and in the end, we got five thousand two hundred francs. The, the firm that we got our trees from gave us a load of packages and goodies and deals. And we ended up with 174 trees and shrubs. But every single one of them has got something edible to them. Berries, nuts, peaches. And then some of them are prickly. Some of them are soft. Some of the, yeah, so we've got, and we've got maximum two of the same. Yeah, because then yeah. we're now yeah. with two of the same 174, so that's roughly about 80, 82 different varieties of bushes, nuts, and fruits. And the ones that we see survive are the ones that we're going to multiply. Yeah, yeah that's a great way to do it. Uh, I did watch your video there. You only lost two. Well, recently a gardener just came up here, and the, the, the stems have still got some juice in them. Uh, so maybe we they'll survive, but... To be honest, we weren't sure about them anyway because one's a uh, a blood mandarin, so it's I mean it's exotic, and one's a, a lemon, which again is not typically known for Swiss snow mountains. So yeah, they're on our sun terrace. So but yeah, yeah. I mean two trees. I mean since then we've also um, bought two hundred more shrubs. 
crops for, for wild hedges. Also, most of them are edible. And um, yeah, so we've got, we've planted 374 trees and shrubs up to now. And at two, even if the two die, even if I can't save them, it's not bad. That, oh, no, that, that's that's thinking. good. Well, well over. Uh, you're you're nearly at what 99 percent there, which is which is I quite mean, high. And, and you can't say much than thank you for that, can you? No, <laughs> especially when you're on the side of a mountain as well. You're <laughs> yeah, but well, I mean, like I said, we've got three hundred days of sun, so it we're not. It's like it's like being in the south of Italy or something. Right. So you get the you get the, the plenty of light. Yeah. Uh, which again, Mike, everybody's climate's different. <laughs> That's it, and everyone's land's different. And we're also lucky because before the last 40 years, like I said, it's been fallow. But before that, the the, the family that were living up here lived up here for 500 years. Wow. So all our land is, they've got mass, we've got massive stone walls. We've got 11 buildings that are, can be renovated, but we've We've also got like four ruins that are maybe even older than 500 years. We never know. But so it's all the infrastructure is here just to. So all we need to do is do regenerative farming. We just need to re reactivate what they were doing 500 years ago. So I've got that little bit of an advantage. Yeah. And, and what's your what's your. Uh, so how, how do you. So you your farm now. Uh, so you, you have you mentioned a number of enterprises there on it. Mm -hmm. uh, would you recommend one that someone should do straight away for the to get that cash flowing, whether it be CSA gardening or or the eggs or as many things as possible as quickly as possible? Right? We also go to the market once a week. Um, I'm also I've still got my hobby being a clown singing and dancing clown on the side. Um, we we did in the beginning we had jobs on the side but we realized we can't do that because we've got to go all in but otherwise we're just burning the candle at both ends but again permaculture taught me everything has to have seven usages so if you've got seven income channels all good yeah every little bit helps <laughs> yeah. yeah every little bit helps but don't and and plus i also strong believer we found this land, we got given this land, um, the universe, I believe in the flow of the universe, and it's given me something so good, if, why would it take it away from me? So I've got to believe constantly, because I mean, the bills are piling up, the stress is there, the trees cost money, but let's just trust the process, right? You don't, you don't want to pick the apple before it's grown, you trust the process of the apple tree. So trust the process, but think of as many channels as possible. Yeah. So basically, so basically, yeah. like encourage diversity of income, where permaculture encourages diversity. Yeah. And I suppose it's permaculture too. You have to obtain a yield. It's there. It's there. The twelve principles. Yeah. Which to me is a is a profit that you can reinvest back in the land and yourself, and then yeah. that ties in the earth care, people care, and. You're not exploiting anybody, <laughs> no slave labor. No. So it's no. it's that it's that no. it's ethical, it's moral, and and you're earning a living. Um yes. something that I have had a few comments on. I had to even block people on Instagram before. It's basically on, on, on different things when you mention about 
uh, business impairment culture, earning money impairment culture, but me the two, it's your responsibility. They they make it profitable because for permaculture to spread and all this the the regeneration of land to take place, we need people on the land earning a living from it. And that's that's the reality of it, because people can't you can't do it for free. There's no uh you can't go for government handouts. You can't you, you can't ask anybody else to pay you to do it. It's, you have to do it yourself. Well, I mean, if you got the time to go for government uh, funding or special places that give funding, I mean, there is more and more things encouraging it, and there's more and more people who've got no time because they've got enough money. But you need the time to find that as well, yeah? And also, I mean, like you say, who's paying the trees? I mean, it's empty in there. Love and light is great. <laughs> Love and light is really important. Yeah. I mean, positivity, but let's be honest, yeah. The the government's not gonna say stop paying taxes just because you're because you're now a permaculturist, are they? they they're still gonna ask for you. And then if you're doing a job on the side, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do both. So I've got to know. But say you know, this being slagged off. Do you know um permies.com? Yeah. Well yeah. Eaten, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, there was a he. Uh, I listened to a talk he gave one day, and he's got two platforms. He's got the Permies, and he's got a programmer platform. Yeah, yeah. And he says the the Permies gets attacked a lot more and slagged off a lot more than the the the, the programming platform. And that's because when you're doing good things, people try to stop it. And let's, let, I mean, if we went back outside to our system, does, does our system really want regenerative things? It needs them. It needs them, but mm. does it want it? Because then we come back to the bad thing about money is lots of bad things happen because of money. But I'll leave it at that, you know, because I like the positive <laughs> life. Kind of life. I like it. Right, give like so. I'm giving. I'm giving the access to the hikers to have something to drink on a nice summer day. I'm doing something for them, and they're helping me out by paying for that. Yeah, I, I think it's a fantastic idea, isn't it? And, give and, and take. How many people stumble through your land and go, "What the hell is this in here? I'll have a drink." <laughs> yeah, and then and then we're having a drink together and we're having a chat, and they're learning about permaculture at the yeah. same time. And they maybe go home and start cutting the grass only like three or four times a year rather than four times a week. <laughs> yeah. Or I, even what I was like, they just get people composting, just just get take care of your own waste to, to start with. And it's, it's a good thing you can. Yeah. I mean, everybody has, well, not everybody. A lot of people have a wee corner tucked in the back somewhere where they can just start putting their vegetable scraps, yeah, up a couple of pallets and. It, to me, I, I love composting and I love the chickens and then all that together. Just it, it creates so much life in your yard. The all the all the all the bugs that come in because of that, and all the good bugs, the pill bugs, they all they all start just bringing life to your land, which attracts, and it just starts stacking on top of that. Then it's great, and isn't from, it? It's beautiful from yeah. looking after your own waste, your own vegetable scraps. That's it. Yeah, um, and did you know if if you if you got like a mushroom that you really like, yeah. Not a big fan of mushrooms now. <laughs> your mushroom cuttings, yeah. If yeah. you're at home, you eat, you got, you, and you're not, you got nothing to do with gardening or whatever. It doesn't matter. You take your mushroom cuttings and always put them in the same spot in the garden. 
right? Chances are you'll have those mushrooms growing at some point in your garden, maybe. Yeah. 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 Uh, easy. You just throw, you just throw, I mean, that's the great thing about, about permaculture chop and drop. You can be messy all the time. You just chop, leave it on the floor and let it rot. <laughs> yep. But you again, it's, it is messy, but at the same time, it's structured and it's organized. They deliver a maximized system. It's, yeah. So it's again, that's where personality comes in. So, uh, so you have the bar, you have the, yeah. uh, do you Airbnb, is it? Or you have the, I'm not a- quite finished with the bathroom yet. I've just got to finish the bathroom and then, uh, then we're going to be Airbnb in it. So that's you're so you have a diverse range of income. Then you have the bar, the the guest house, the market garden. Yeah. Is the fruit trees are they are they going to be sold as well to market? Yeah. Well, what we we've got we've got um, um solar dryers with uh there's a permaculture farm in the central of Switzerland. They've created um dry a dryer box, right, and it's just got a glass a sheet of glass, and you put it in the sun. And it dries your fruits, your herbs, your berries, whatever you want drying, or the mushrooms. And it dries them constantly just with the power of the sun using the energy. So that way we dry all the stuff that we want to carry down. And then it's a little bit lighter because we're leaving the water up here. Uh, What we're also doing is we're going to concentrate on making oil, like from the sunflower seeds, or we're going to be growing a lot of hemp. And we're going to be using the hemp seeds, making oil, because that's also food and the sunflowers. Um, yeah, and um, we're making vinegar out of old wine from uh, from the the farm uh, from the because we've got a lot of wine farmers around here, so we're going collecting old wine to turn it into vinegar. So Ooh. you're so you're adding a lot of value there. So you're taking a product that's uh, and you're you're processing it. And that increases your value. So although the sweat equity goes on, that's what's like important for people to know as well that that's something you can do. If you every time you process something, you increase its value. So if you can yeah. put a smaller bit of sweat equity in and increase its value more, it, yeah. it's, it's, makes it's, sense. The same, it's the same if you take a piece of old wood and you use it again, recycling. If you can find some usage out or the old windows. You're also you're not make necessarily making money, but you're saving money. Yeah, and then that goes under the the reusing it, the three R's, the yeah, and, and you're 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 getting a, a lot. Uh oh, I'm I'm amazed at the amount of stuff you're doing on the farm. I think it's a really good example of diversifying your income and not relying on one thing because I I think that's for me and I made something important that I'm trying to do is instead of just relying on uh like I I work part time. So it's like trying to write, that's one income source, right? What's the next income source? And even on our, and with Vine, we have the lunchtime learning. We do designs and consultations for gardeners, but then we're also developing courses for professionals. So that if you want to like, uh, basically our PDC to professional course is basically computer-aided design and things like that. So it's like, all these things is trying to diversify. I think it's very important, especially in a yeah. small scale. Yeah. But what you're doing is class, and there's a lot of there's yeah. there's a lot of knowledge to extract out of that to share. <laughs> yeah, there's. I mean, there's so many details. I mean, yeah. and well, at that point, to everybody that's watching and listening now, 
that knows me already, please do go subscribe to Vine Permaculture. Because one day, as soon as he's got a thousand subscribers, and while you're at it, subscribe our channel as well. As soon as we're at a thousand, we will also get income from our YouTube. So you're supporting us by subscribing to us. See? Yeah. And that, yeah. That's another thing, isn't it? And you're, I mean, you're, I mean, it's brilliant what you're doing. I mean, you're doing adver- self-advertisement for your PDCs, yeah? Because anyone who listens to you and resonates to you, well, maybe the chances are, if you're living in Northern Ireland, you're going to come around to do the PDC, yeah? Uh, no, we, we, don't, we don't do a PDC, that, that was that. Oh. We do a, it's a PDC to professionals, so it's like a postgrad. Yeah, okay. Getting you ready for professional work as a designer, basically. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's another big issue. I mean, does uh, do you know water stories? Water stories. Yeah, I have heard of them. Yeah. Well, Sack, the guy who's behind water stories, he used to learn with uh, he's he's learned with Seth Holt and lots of different things. And he's really, if you want to know something about, um, there's two people that know about water, and Sack's one of them. But he also said a big thing is with permaculture. Once you've got your degree, you've got your design course, and everything. Lots of people get stuck because they've got all this information ah, and it's so much and so many channels. Which channel should I choose? Ah, And that's where I come back to playful. If it feels good, do it and don't think about it too much. You've got the knowledge. Dive in, get it started. Just do it. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. Dude. yeah. So you mentioned that about Mitch Douglas. This is the part of the show, basically, is to show people what you can do. And uh, you don't even need a qualification if you have knowledge. Just go out and do it. Uh, yeah. Don't don't wait for permission. Don't wait for somebody to say, "Okay, now you can go and do that." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go and find your path. And then we're trying to interview different people from different paths. And there, there's a, a, a thousands of different ways you can choose to go. But as you say, if it feels right, you go with it because that's that's your your guts or brain. It's telling you what to do. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, you have to, and that's a permaculture principle as well. Observe and accept feedback. Your stomach's telling you. Yeah, yeah, and talk, and talk to people, talk to people, and tell them what you're doing. But don't listen if they're telling you you're stupid because or crazy because you're not because it feels good to you. So that's it. Yeah. That means you're not crazy. And don't listen to naysayers. I was much like you as well, self. No, you can't do this. You can't do that. No, it's like I don't care. I'll do. I'll do what I want. Yeah. And yeah, uh, listen, but still, still listen, yeah. It's yeah, always- you listen, 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 observe, and choose yeah. your own path. Would you say take the positive? Yeah, yeah, you have to go with your own positive, and and uh, to me, that's that's the way it is. And we're trying to harvest that positivity from people we interview to say, look, this is what you can do. This is like your your story. Uh, people are doing it. You yeah. went up a mountain and started doing it, and that was that. That was the basically uh. Not to worry about all the problems. If you think 15 steps ahead, you'd never start. That's it. Yeah. You know, I mean, if I if I thought about all the problems, I wouldn't get up in the morning. <laughs> yeah. You I just mean, have uh... I mean, there's nothing, there's nowhere nice to cuddled up under your blanket. I mean <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's so... that's quite a, a trek. You, you just have to trek in and out then a lot of carrying it keeps it keeps you fit then. Uh, yeah. so what's 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 up next for the farm? Uh you mentioned the Airbnb there. What's your plans for the future? Yeah, well, um, plans of the future. Well, yesterday we got a new donkey. Uh, training him to go to the market with me because I want to go like Gandalf. Me and my donkey and my cart. Uh, we're, we've got we've got some pigs coming soon. 
two Alp pigs, which will be helping me dig the ponds and um, forage. We've got some um, peacocks coming who are going to be looking after our snake population. Uh, so a lot of animals growing with the animals. I'm building paths at the moment so I can carry my compost, which is right under the stables, all the way up to the market garden. Oof. And uh, yeah, I mean, constantly trying to finish the house so I can get some woovers to help me out because we all need help. Um, and yeah, just but this afternoon, I'm going to go pick up some more chickens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can and, never have too much chickens. Never uh. have enough chickens. No. Uh. And we've also uh, there's a there's a building site in a village nearby that everything's going to be dug up, and there's some wild growing apples, cherries, and pears growing on the grounds. So we've asked, can we go dig them up before they take out the the, the foundation? So we're going to pick them up as well on the way to pick up the chickens. That's today. Yeah. Right. So you're you're not you're not shy of hard work and maybe the sound of it. So it's that's that's an important thing as well. Is like you have to do the work. <laughs> yeah. Well, but the only reason I'm doing the work is so that when I'm 70, I don't have to do anything more. I can just pick it off the tree. <laughs> yeah. So the food forest. And did yeah. you uh did you get your food forest designed or was that, uh, you you did it you planned it out yourself? Just well, from what you know. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I, I mean. Yeah. I've got two food forests. One of them's more of an orchard. Right, where so I can graze through it, but I designed that there because that's a hill that's not got much growing on it. But I've got water throwing through it, so I the trees are there to support the hill. And then there's another part of my grounds that's uh, already got five terraces, so and that's my uh, wild food food forest. And I've also started planting potatoes in there because I'm the the orchard one. I'm just going to leave as an orchard. But it's all mixed up. Uh, but the food forest number one, that's going to be, I'm using all seven levels. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, you've got the flat ground, you've got the roots, you've got climbing up the trees, you've got the shrubs, you've got the bushes, you've got the trees growing. And yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. No, so. That, is, that is class. So, any advice? What, what advice would you give someone coming into your position who's looking at 10? 10 to 20 acres uh, and, and thinking, right, will we make this move or will we not? What Would you have any particular advice for them? Do it. It's the best thing you've ever done. <laughs> Get started. You're already 20 years. I mean, it's like the question, when's the best time to plant a tree? 20 years ago. So let's do it now. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, I mean, just if you really, if you want to do it, do it. And don't worry, just go for it. You, I mean, if you've got 20 acres of land, whoa, go for it. And if you're not going to do it yourself, give it to someone who will. <laughs> yeah, that is yeah. true. Yeah. And then in and, and terms of the the business side of it, the management yeah. side of managing your cash flow, your money and money out, any any advice that that you, you, you've used that keeps you sort of keeps the books balanced and keeps the the numbers in check, if you like? No, but if anybody's got any good ideas, please tell me. <laughs> <laughs> hey. yeah, I mean, again, again, there. I mean, if you look, if you look at our stable, Booze Muse, uh, the fencing is old fencing that I've collected off the land. The posts are old trees. Use as much that's for free. 
because it's use as much as the land gives you and don't be worried about it looking perfect because there's no such thing as perfect which makes everything perfect you know what i mean just i mean yeah and in 10 years time you'll have the money to make it look something on vogue yeah right now use the money to make sure you've got enough food until your garden's grown yeah, because you need to eat, you need to sleep, and you need to have fun. Yeah, yeah, eat, sleep and have fun. That's yeah. Yeah, that's and, that. That is good advice. It you have to, uh, use your money wisely at the start. Don't be getting hung up on things that don't matter in the end that you can fix down the road when you have that cash flowing and you decide yeah. to. Because it's you just have to lay that base layer of the foundation. Yeah, put yourself and, in that foundation, and then. Because yeah. if uh, and as well, just lastly, uh, people care. Have, have you have you have you got stressed or anything doing this? How do you look after yourself through all this working all these long hours? And is there anything? Yeah. yeah well, uh, one of the things is don't beat yourself up. Yeah. Um. I mean, because I always say to my wife, I, I really don't need your conflict because I'm in enough conflict with myself. <laughs> you know what? Because I mean. You're always in conflict. Am I doing the right thing? Am I not? But yeah, so um, so yeah, look after yourself. Treat yourself as the most important person, but at the same time, make sure everything you do is all right for everybody else, right? There's no need to be doing illegal things. There's some things that you have to do, like I've got to build my bar, but I, I, look, I look at the laws, but and I make sure I'm doing it with a good conscience, and then yeah, if it if it doesn't work out today, tomorrow it might. So don't beat yourself up. Just try and have as much fun as possible. You chose it, so that's it. Take the responsibility. Oh yeah, always take responsibility for your actions. And if you can't <laughs> take the responsibility, don't do it. That's an easy way to say it. Yeah. Colin, I, lo I love love your energy and I love just all the stuff you've done. It's it's I think it's fantastic. You're you're a great example of of what it, what the reality is. Uh, it's not like a that's the reality. It's hard work. You have to think of yeah. all these things, and it's uh. Yeah. Thanks very much for sharing. Oh, you, you no, thank you for uh, giving me a platform to mm -hmm. just have a chat. I mean, uh, honestly, honestly, what you're doing as well is so important. It is and and you've got brilliant videos. I'm enjoying watching them. I'm not quite caught up because I'm quite busy outside as well. But honestly, thank you for your content. Honestly, yeah. well, we'll definitely yeah. get you on the the other podcast. Uh, because we we have the formal lunchtime learning as mm -hmm. about like the lesson, and afterwards we just chat. You've seen that we just chat about our own our own experiences. So I'd love to get you on that as well, just so you can chat to everybody else and we can just chew the fat for now and uh. uh and any any time, yeah. I, I will, honestly, I'd love to join in. I love I love your work, and honestly, I love it. I love talking about. I love talking about because that's it. That's the thing about beating myself up. If I don't beat myself up, I'm proud of myself. So I love talking about. Do good things and talk about it. Tell the world you're doing permaculture. St take responsibility and believe in yourself. That's it. I'm a, I'm up for it. Yeah. And, yeah, that's great. Thanks very much. And, hey. uh Cormac, thank, thank you. you very much. And for everybody who's listening, uh, thank you very much for listening. And we'll uh, 
basically we're out we are we have our designers kit for sale in the shop which is uh finepermaculture.com forward slash shop um we're also releasing our pdc professional course very soon where we're going to take you from when you graduate from a permaculture design certificate what do you do um we're going to teach you if you want to be a designer digital design client communications uh, things you might not think about, about how do you communicate with a client, what's the right questions they ask to get the best for their design, uh, digital design and mention, and then the business side of it, your web page, all this kind of stuff, your consultancy. Uh, so that's, that's out in the next next month or two. Thanks very much, Colin, again. Thank you, Colin. And don't, uh, everybody, don't forget, subscribe to vinepermaculture.com and subscribe to powerdissue.com. You're helping us out. And if you enjoyed this video, Give us some thumbs up. Yeah. I always, I always, I always forget they say all that stuff. That's why I thought. That's why I, had, I thought I'd have join in. I right. join on. Uh, that's great. Later, Thanks, Colin. Thanks, Colin. Cheers. Thank you. By myself, only me. No one can guess what I came there to see.